Hey everyone, welcome to the Lodcast number 45. Uh, this week, we're, we're going to be talking about uh, Ghostbusters, uh, Halo, New Witcher game, uh, and some other stuff, uh, most keenly including Kitars. Uh, that said, how's everyone been? Pretty good. Chilling. That's about yeah. it. Oh, <laughs> I was like, I, I was like, okay, you paused. I'm pretty sure it's my cue to go. No. Yes, this is your cue now. Okay, <laughs> I've had a pretty dramatic and uh, exciting and yeah, just filled week. It's pretty, pretty, it's been a lot. <laughs> Jay actually, uh, he actually flew a plane and uh, arrived at my doorstep, and he was like. Hey, hey, man! Uh, remember me? It's me, Jay, from the podcast. And I was like, even though you don't know what I was like <laughs> in person. <laughs> and I was like, "Holy crap! It's Jay!" And yeah, that—that's what he was talking about. He actually ended up uh, hitchhiking all the way back home. Yeah, because so, I crashed the plane <laughs> in my front lawn. right into your fucking roof. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, "What the heck is going on?" It's like, "Hey, man! I just came to say hi, uh, check in, see how uh, the podcast is doing, revenue wise." <laughs> I haven't received a check. Uh, it's been approximately one year. Uh, I haven't been paid for any of my appearances. Um, that's not that's not false, actually. <laughs> <laughs> my eight, my uh, my financial manager suggested that uh, I actually come speak to you before we move to litigation. <laughs> it's really just the voices in my head, but I still want to go through with that because it's not a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, but. Uh, Jay, besides Jay's crazy schizophrenic week, um, my, mine's been pretty pretty boring. I mean, I, I had spring break last week. I, I guess that that was something. But. Oh yeah, I had spring break too. I went to Philadelphia to go see my girlfriend. Oh nice. That was nice. Uh, but I have a lot of stuff to talk about this week. Well, mainly just the Batman because that that was yes. that was good. Anyways, yeah, we can move on to the next part. Uh, Matt, take it away. So, um, I th- believe as we're recording this morning, they announced another one of those Dead by Daylight clones, but Ghostbusters this time. It's made by that uh, one studio that made the Friday the 13th one, and then they made the Predator one. Oh, they, this, they made a Predator one, game? Yeah, Predator Hunting Grounds. And, and I also think that they're making the upcoming Evil Dead but their whole bread and butter is just copying the Dead by Daylight formula. And I'm so sick of it. Because I don't even think Dead by Daylight is that fun. But, you know, teach their own. But some of these games, it's kind of... Remember Evolve and how they hype that shit up? Mm-hmm. It's kind of the same thing where you play it once or twice and it's fun at first, but then it gets stale. Yeah, the only time I think those kinds of games are fun is when you have friends. Yeah, but then sometimes it just kind of... Because, for example, the Friday the 13th game came out. Um, people played it for like a week. And then it died. Same thing that happened with the Predator one. And then it also happened with... Uh, I think that's it, actually. But well, it will happen to the Ghostbusters one. Yeah, they they all usually die the same way because it's like you run out of content, and then content like the DLC costs like thirty bucks for like a character. I'm just not really a big fan of this type of formula at this point because I just it's kind of going back to our talk about um, 
Destiny in the live service. Dead by Daylight kind of is like the staple game when you think of that. And now games that try to use the Dead by Daylight formula try to top it all the time. So, so as far as I can remember, th- these games became popular. I don't know if you guys remember like Vanoss Gaming and all those people. Yes. They used to do like the hide and seek and Gmod. And then games like this basically like came out of that popularity where like, oh, look at your favorite YouTuber or streamer playing this game. It's, it's same reason why... uh. That one ghost game exists. Forget what it's called. Phasmophobia. Yeah, phasmophobia. It's like exclusively meant for content making. Because like when I was little, I would watch this kind of stuff. I'd be like, "Whoa, it's so," for lack of a better term, like secondhand adrenaline. That's what that's what I'd like feel from it. Like, oh no, is the guy is the YouTuber I'm gonna watch gonna get away? Is he gonna get everyone? Uh, the, the I, like whenever I play the games myself, it's not really like. It's fun at first with friends, and then eventually it gets, like you yeah. said, Matt, it gets stale. It's just like, oh, I'm just going to do this a million times over. I feel like what they should do is they, if they're going to keep making games like this, they should just make a bunch of different versions of it and just take all those different modes and shove them into one package. Like, is is it that bad to, like, take the same game and make it over and over again? Um, I mean, it's not, it, it's bad to do that. I'm saying you should pretty much take all of those, take the Predator one, take the Dead, or uh, what's that one? Evil Dead, and take the Ghostbusters one, and just make them all, like, separate game modes in the same game. Like, separate little... Well, yeah. At, at that point, wouldn't it just be something like Gmod or Minecraft? Where, like, you have, like, a sandbox, and you just build whatever you want in the sandbox? Yeah, but if you got, like, a community to build stuff for it, your game would then basically have longevity because you're allowing people to get creative with it. I don't know. It, it just it has just a different don't. appeal. I, I don't think this... It, it's a very, like... Uh, what's what's the word? Where it's, like a, like, a social phenomenon type of game, these things. Where it's like, oh, everyone's playing it, so I'm going to play it. It's like the Among Us thing. Where Among Us was like super popular for a bit, just because, like, I'm pretty sure Among Us is just like this too. With, with like, uh, yeah. oh, there's a killer, and you got to do something before the killer kills everyone, and the, the same deal. It's like a, it's really just it's a survival game. Yeah, much. exactly. Yeah. It's a co-op survival. I, I don't really think that these types of games have very long lifespans. I'm surprised Among Us lasted as long as it did. Uh, because of the pandemic and dream or whatever the twitch community okay as an aside does anyone actually watch twitch i don't know i feel like every streamer that i that i see i just see like highlights of them or like something they make on like a youtube channel i don't the only time i ever watch twitch is if um there's a big valorant tournament and they're doing exclusive drops on twitch Mm -hmm. that's literally i don't watch streamers regularly i just kind of I just don't like the downtime. Yeah, it's like you have to wait like how long for them to do something. It's like otherwise you're just sitting there and it's all dead time. Yeah. It's and like uh just know someone will upload it on YouTube. And then yeah, exactly. Then there's like the whole deal with like oh, the streamer just streams for like 80 hours but like they do absolutely nothing. And then they just like walk away to go use the toilet for like 30 minutes and you're just sitting there. Nothing's happening. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but yeah, no. In terms of this game, uh, I, I mean, I guess they could always like they could try something with it. Like, 
but I don't know how much you could really improve a formula that's just basically a party game. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, just make different themed game modes. Like, oh, we're playing the Ghostbusters version. Oh, we're playing the Predator version. It's like, it's just gimmicky game mode. Like, there's no depth to it. I was literally thinking of the analogy the other day for a video I was trying to write. And depth in a video game is is very important because you can have like the appearance like like the appearance of a puddle where it's like it's a vast puddle but if you step and it only goes in like not even a quarter inch it's going to be easy to navigate that puzzle before you know it you're over it whereas you compare that to like a lake you have to physically swim across a lake it's got a lot more depth to it it's a lot bigger and therefore it takes more time and more effort to actually get across it and that's what makes it interesting I don't know. It's just like you can't make the same thing over and over and over again and expect people to like it because it's got a name attached to it. I uh, only played Dead by Daylight mostly because one of my favorite artists of all time plays it sometimes and I get to play it with him. So that's literally the only reason I play Dead by Daylight. Like I've never had an interest in playing the Evil Dead games or the Ghostbusters well, game. Well, the Evil Dead like game is coming out, but so a little bit of background. I love the Evil Dead movies, and when then and when they announced that they were gonna make a new Evil Dead game with uh, Bruce Campbell voicing Ash, the main character, I was really excited. And then when they revealed it to be one of these types of Dead, Light, Dead by Daylight games, I was so upset because I know that this game will die. Yeah. Yeah, because the reason the uh, the Friday the Thirteenth game died was because uh, there's what... a lawsuit. So... Yeah. The, the I know lo- it ended actually. Oh, did did the lawsuit end? Yeah, I I learned about it. So basically, um, the original Friday the Thirteenth is written by two people, uh, Steve Miner and Sean S. Cunningham. And basically, um, Steve Miner was suing, um, for the rights of the original script of the original Friday the Thirteenth, claiming that. He wrote the majority of it, so he should own the rights to the script. Meanwhile, Sean S. Cunningham just... He wants kind of both the IP and the script. So it's settled where Steve Miner has the script, and everything that's in the script belongs to him, while uh, Sean S. Cunningham owns the, the Friday the 13th IP itself. But here's the problem. A game like that won't be made because... The name Jason is in the script of the first one. So they kind of have to meet in the middle again. So I hate, I hate. Okay. I dislike the idea of the copyright sort of, I own this, you own that sort of thing, because it gets way too complicated, way too fast. You made a movie, you made a movie and an intellectual property. What they should have done is they said, the dude has the right to the script and the actual story. That doesn't mean he has the right to the actual character, though, in the IP. Like, that's that doesn't make any sense to me. Because it's like, okay, you have the script, but because the word Jason is in the script, suddenly you own that. Okay, the word the is in the script, too. You don't own the word the. <laughs> okay. Well, anything that alludes to the backstory, because they mentioned, oh, Jason, he drowned in the lake. And blah, blah, blah. Basically, you can't do anything off of that. Well, basically, what you can't do is you can't use the narrative of the first ever script. You can still use the character and the the IP surrounding it. Well, no, Jason 
is in the script, so technically yeah. wouldn't he not like it would still relate. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like it's so stupid. It's it's, it's, it's just a name, but <laughs> there's really nothing you can do about it. They're just gonna have to meet in the middle and say, Hey, can, can we do a thing with it? And if yeah. they say yeah. So so they, why did the guy want the script? I don't know. He saw that it was making money and said, You wanna know what? I think now's the time. Now's the time I need to screw over this development studio. I'm Stan Lee. Buy my books. <laughs> Stan Lee? Buy my NFTs. <laughs> oh, when are we going to get Friday the 13th NFTs? No, it's so. probably already You now. can't get those now. <laughs> they would probably yet. be third party, though. You can't. The dude owns the word Jason, so you can't make any. Well, the thing is, people are going to make it, and then they're going to, like, 20 years down the road, they're going to be, like, sued for millions of dollars. Exactly. The long road. But yeah. Uh, Want to move on to the next topic? We got, if we got nothing else to say? Uh, yeah. Uh, so what's this about a Halo TV show? So Paramount Plus is having their Halo TV show, and I think it's airing uh, this week as of recording this. I, I've seen the trailer for it, but like, not that. it doesn't really show anything else. Besides, like, oh, it's got Master Chief and some other people. Um, so basically, um, there have been interviews with the, uh, um, with the cat, with the writers and the producers, and so you know it's based off of the video game. So they ask, um, so did you base anything off of the games? And they basically said, oh no, we never looked at the games. Oh, perfect, beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, this is gonna be so fucking bad. I love this. <laughs> Yeah, so we made uh, Master Chief. Uh, we actually didn't like the name Master Chief because uh, it's indicative of uh, slaves. Yeah, yeah, of so- something to do with white supremacy. Uh, <laughs> exactly. So we changed his name to uh, uh, Mister Chief. <laughs> exactly. That's- Not even they're describing the Cortana thing, and then they're just doing a whole thing. And there's a whole article about why there's a. The producers had to explain why there was a Chevy Tahoe in the. Oh yeah, I, I saw that. I was like, "What are you talking about?" I'm like, the th- this is car. this is what news has come. Chevy Tahoe. Chevy exists in the Halo universe still. Finally. That's like okay. This this is why. Now they're gonna why they're gonna spend millions movie? to remove it, like they did with the. Uh, with, with the Game of Thrones. Yeah, with the Game of Thrones Starbucks, oh, Starbucks cup. Yeah, cup. I forgot about that. People, they should have left that in. That's a really fun... Like, that harkens back to, like, in the 70s, 80s, when they would leave something weird on set by accident, and it would show up in the background. Like, look, 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 you could see the little McDonald's Happy Meal box yeah. sitting on the in the back there. It's like, that's really funny and cute. I don't know why they don't just leave that stuff in for people, because it doesn't ruin the scene. It's a production error. It's funny. Yeah. It means that you, someone human made this. It's kind of nice. But... I don't know. This whole situation, there needs to be a rule set in place somewhere where if you make a video game based movie or piece of media like a show, you need to at least sit through the Cliff Notes version of what the game is about. I mean, I guess maybe they probably did the Cliff Notes version, but it sucks that the people who make these things that are in charge of it haven't even played Halo before. So a a typical thing they'll do in like the movie industry, from what I understand, is 
you, you'll get people you're like oh i want to make this project and you'll typically what happens is you'll like put out a job saying oh i need these people for this but when it comes to like writing staff or directors uh it's usually just people from within the industry and like the way it works is the it's like they, they call it one for you one for me where uh, a studio offers something to someone and say hey can you direct this for us or can you write this for us and in turn we'll give you an equal budget show or movie or whatever that you can write for yourself like a passion project and so what i think is happening in this case and what i think happens in a lot of cases with video game movies is like they'll have a writer who like knows what they're doing and then it'll be co-written like 50 other by like 50 other people who are just doing this so that they can get like their next gig yeah that's annoying (laughs) it's like i don't I don't know anymore. Like maybe maybe Hollywood and all these production studios should just stop trying to make video game things. Because I'm just gonna be honest with never. you. I have yeah, I've never seen a good video game movie besides maybe Sonic. Pokemon. Oh, the Sonic one. I I actually really did enjoy all the callbacks to the video games. I, I don't think it's it, uh, the Sonic and the Pokemon movies weren't like directly based off. The games, well, though. The Uncharted they movie. definitely... And that, I heard that was shit. <laughs> I never even watched it. That movie's still making money, and it really upsets me. Because Tom Holland's in it. And Mark Wahlberg, they sell. Like, okay, I, I guess, like, a good example of a movie that, like, was technically meant for the people who play the game was the Warcraft movie. So, I don't know if anyone saw it. I didn't, but I, I've watched, like, videos on it. Apparently, it spends, like... It, the movie's, like, three hours long. It spends an hour of those three hours, like just going over lore and how the lore is different in the movie versus like the game. So like, if if you're a nerd who like plays video games, you're gonna be like, "Holy shit, this is so cool!" But then like, if you're a new person in the movie and they're just like trying to catch you up, you're like, "The fuck is this?" Like, if you don't like Warcraft, why are you going to see a Warcraft movie? Well, that's what they're trying to appeal to, because usually, uh, well, at least in the Warcraft movie. What they were trying to do was appeal to the Chinese market. So they have to... And apparently it did really good in the Chinese market. They're making what? a second one. The Warcraft movie. Oh, there's... Yeah, I thought that movie bombed. It did terribly in the States, but like in China, it was huge. Because like you see big CGI monster fighting other big CGI monster. You don't really need to translate anything there. Orc fight. Elf equals big revenue. That's the reason the Transformers movies, well, did so well up until that last one. Yeah, I haven't heard from Transformers in a while. Has anyone heard anything about it? They're making another one next year. Yeah, the reboot. It's not the same universe. It's like a new rebooted universe based off. Dinosaur robots. Oh, Beast Wars. Oh, is it is it Beast Wars? Where it's like uh, Optimus is now a gorilla. Yeah, Optimus Primal. Yeah, that that would be cool. I guess. I'm not. I'm more of a fan of like uh, the stuff. The what was that series they had? The animated one for a while. Oh, um, is that the one with like RC and stuff? Yeah, with RC Bumblebee and like the whole the whole thing with returning the all. all I think season three ended with them returning the All Spark. I forget what the name of the series was. I, I, I like that one. I don't know about Beast Wars because it's so old and I haven't really watched it. I know which one you're talking about because it isn't like Bumblebee didn't talk in it, but they had like three humans that kind of worked. Mm-hmm. With them. Yeah, I think that one was like cyber something. 
Yeah, he, <laughs> it, it was something like. Minutes. I, don't know. It was, it, it, I just remember that like the first three episodes are super good in that series, and that's what hooked me on it. Of what? The the, the Transformer series. I really forget. It's some. It's either like Autobot something or. Transformers yeah. Prime. Oh, it is. You're it is right. Prime. Wow, yeah, it's Prime. I'm just such a smart guy. <laughs> First three episodes were good. The, the series has like slow points, but I, I think like some episodes really stand out above the others. But yeah, moving back on to topic, uh, yeah, they, they, I'm I'm making my prediction right now. The show is gonna be okay, but uh, I can actually tell you early reviews came out. Oh boy! I, first, let me predict this because I want to know if I'm right or wrong. The show is gonna be okay, but it's gonna like. If you were to actually like inspect it, it's utter shit because it's just using the uh, the ideas from the game to make its story rather than like using anything from in universe. It has a sixty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh huh. Uh-huh. In critic consensus, Halo is too derivative of better science fiction series to emerge a fully formed elite, but glimmers of promise and faithfulness to the source material signal it's not out of the fight just yet. Oh, they called it faithful to the source material? Hmm. Uh, I don't know. I'm interested. I is this, comes is this like a situation with the new uh, He-Man show where it's like... they just? Oh, I remember that. Yeah, is it where they just like write it to appease people? Not really to... Okay, uh, the hot take. I thought the He-Man show was good... For the first it. first and last episode of the He-Man show, we're good. <laughs> I mean, like the She-Ra one? No, not the She-Ra one. The the new He-Man one where... The uh, Kevin Smith made it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen that one. Basically, I'll, I'll spoil it for you because if you just watch it, it's like five episodes long. Uh, first episode, He-Man loses his power. Um, he gets killed by a Skeletor. Skeletor disappears. Uh, they find out that, like... Castle Grayskull is actually uh, the Hall of Magic or whatever they called it, and uh, Tifa, the princess, or I f- what was Tifa the princess? Antifa. F- <laughs> no. The Tifa ends up becoming like uh, typical Mary Sue protagonist. Uh, oh, sh- shaves oh. the side of her head, gets a lesbian girlfriend. Um, Wait, really? It's heavily implied. Yeah. Wow. Uh, and then the final episode, what it's like, the, the the just get like I actually did do this. I just I watched the second episode. And I'm like, this is boring as shit. And then I jump to the last episode. And I'm like, oh, this is pretty good. Uh, in the final episode, they go to like the uh, the other side. They like wherever they called it, like heaven, hell. I don't know what the hell it's called there. And they uh, the they they bring back uh, Adam He Man from uh from this place. And he get he he has the sword and by the way the sword, uh, was split into two so it's like these two long sword or not long swords these two like, like yeah these two blades basically and uh, he combines them together and he goes I have the power and when he does it he becomes really big and strong and the animation is fucking amazing and it, like I I will say if it's, there's one thing I can give that show it's just how well it's animated but then he like he screams it and then oh no all of a sudden Skeletor comes back and he stabs He-Man in the back and he yeah. takes the sword and now uh he now Skeletor uses the power and Skeletor becomes like muscular Skeletor <laughs> and that's how the series ends I think they made a season 2 but I haven't watched it yet 
<laughs> now I am he Skeletor. <laughs> it, it looked really cool for like the parts where He Man was there. Oh my god, you're just so sexy. <laughs> like I, I tried to like the show. I really did, but I feel like. Uh... How can you show about He Man and not have He Man? Yeah, the, well, they called it Masters of the Universe, not oh, He Man. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's why you go watch the Masters of the Universe movie starring Dolph Lundgren as human. <laughs> yeah, like like a that movie sucks. This lovely Bunsen. This one sucks. I don't know, man. Have you seen it? I have not. All right, to all our listeners, go watch the Masters of the Universe live action movie starring Dolph Lundgren as human. <laughs> I just can't get over the name. Someone's literally named Dolph. <laughs> no, oh, he's the guy who played uh, the Russian in uh, uh, Drago. Yeah, Ka- Drago Ka- before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He, apparently, he's got like an IQ of like two hundred and fifty. He's like a genius. He has a PhD <laughs> in chemistry. Fuck you! You're wrong. No way. <laughs> no, look this up. Look this up. He has like a he has like a two fifty. <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> I like. I just like how you're like. That's funny that he's smart. Because well, like he always what plays the, like this. Uh, did you look it up? With a reported IQ of 160, oh attended God. MIT on a Fulbright scholarship <laughs> after earning a master's in chemical engineering in Australia. <laughs> he dumb characters in- and he starred in this. <laughs> He just posted a picture of this man, and he's just like super buff, <laughs> holding this plastic it's ass. Dolph, <laughs> Dolph Lundgren as he man. Dolph and, Lundgren, and, and at, and at the very top, that's, that's Skeletor on the very top. Oh my god! Oh no, I can still. They should have put black over his eyes because I could see his actual eyes, and it, it makes me uncomfortable. Oh my god, that's great! Uh, is it like a thing where like he's a real human in the real world? No, so what happens is he's sent to the real world. Oh my god. Oh, it's and like what they did in the, every 90s movie. Yeah, so basically what happens is um, the 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 land where He-Man lives gets attacked by Skeletor, and Skeletor takes over and sends He-Man to the real world. All I remember was some... Uh, they were had product placement of KFC, and they had like some animal eating the KFC bucket. That's all I remember from the movie. I like how the tagline is "A battle fought in the stars now comes to Earth." It's like he, it's it's a fantasy story. Let me find that little fucker. Where is he? <laughs> what little fucker? Yeah. Is it the cat? What's his name? Uh... Yeah, yeah, it is. It's Marf? the Snarf guy. No, no, Snarf is from uh uh the cat one. What what's it called? Oh yeah, it's not that one. It's um, <sighs> Snarf's from uh, Thundercats. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's the cat from uh, Masters of the Universe. Something like his name is something like a sound you make, like clatter. Or... He, it, it's a sound that describes being like scared. That's what I remember his name was. Gwildor. <laughs> is that it? He's Cringer. Yeah, Cringer. That's the name. What a dumb name. <laughs> it's Cringer live action. Uh, all right. Well, you want to see what he looks like? Yeah. <laughs> Is oh it a guy god. wearing a costume? Oh my god, it's fucking... <laughs> it, it's... Oh, no, 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 no. It, he, he's... Uh... 
it's hard to explain. <laughs> me, uh, Am I gonna be can, horrified? Just, 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 just keep talking about whatever the fuck we were talking about, and I'll, I'll do my research. <laughs> I'm gonna be doing some crazy research while you guys talk about the Batman. Gwildor, that's the guy. <laughs> Gwildor. You wanna see live action Gwildor? Yeah. <laughs> Here and then... the <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> what the hell is this thing? He looks terrifying. Gwildor. <laughs> How do you not know Gwildor? Everyone knows Gwildor. He looks like Yagrum Bagarn from Morrowind. He does. Oh my god, he looks like a... It looks like the troll from the one movie. Troll or whatever. Oh my god, what no, is that? That's Yagrum Bagarn right there wearing sunglasses. And a, Do you want to see what Skeletor looks like in full? Oh god, there. yes. He's wearing spandex. What the hell is this thing? Why does he have human eyes? Dude, this movie is actually... I haven't seen it in a million years, but it's. But I've watched clips. It's a fucking fever dream. <laughs> I want to watch it again. Why does I, exist? They could have done so much to make his eyes not look that weird. They, all they had to do, all they had to do was take some black see-through cloth and put it over the eyes. No. Yes. <laughs> no. You wouldn't get it. It's against... They had a vision for the movie, Jay. And you... That vision did not last very long. <laughs> nobody talks about this movie anymore except Matt. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> How the fuck did we get to talking about <laughs> Masters of the Universe? We're talking about bad for... adaptations of oh, uh, oh, yeah, with the uh, fucking hate for uh, Halo and then the Master Chief shit. Yeah, but uh, I guess we we should move on. Uh, so, this is, the next topic's the one I put on. There's a new Witcher game that was announced here. I'm, I'm going to read off the exact thing that they... Let me grab the picture real quick. Fun facts about Masters of the Universe on, on Geek Pirate. You know that Glendorf is played by the director of the movie? Okay. Did you also know that Glendorf has stolen your girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> so the new Witcher game was announced by CD Projekt Red. Because apparently Cyberpunk was such a failure that yeah, they're, they're like, alright, this is the crazy part. So I'll read it out. We're happy to announce that the next installment in the Witcher series of video games is currently in development, kicking off a new saga for the franchise. This is an exciting moment as we're moving from Red Engine to Unreal Engine 5, beginning a multi-year strategic partnership with Epic Games. It covers not only licensing, but technical development of Unreal Engine 5, as well as potential future versions of Unreal Engine, where relevant. We'll closely collaborate with Epic Games developers with the primary goal being to help tailor the engine for open-world experiences. At this point, no further details regarding the game, such as the development time frame or release date, are available. Red Engine, the technology which powers Cyberpunk 2077, is being used for the development of the upcoming Cyberpunk 2077 expansion. So, what it looks like to me is that Cyberpunk 2077 was such a shit show on the technical end that they're like, alright guys, uh, yeah, I think it's time that we, uh, we, we try and kick this under the rug and move on to the next Witcher game. And I'm assuming it's gotten to the point where they're like, let's just use uh, Unreal Engine 5. Everyone uses Unreal Engine, right? Okay, I, I'll be honest with you guys. I've never played. I've played 
Witcher 3, and I played it mostly because I got easily distracted by Gwent, like, halfway <laughs> through my time playing it. And then I played everybody in Gwent, and then I stopped playing it just because I just don't... I don't particularly enjoy the whole third-person uh, nonsense. Oh, my God, man. man. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, slowly pan in during the podcast. As All right. the, 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 Sorry, the, I just had to get that. The episode is going to be named Quildor. <laughs> yes. Quildor's Revenge. Yeah. Quildor's <laughs> this, this, oh my god, this guy is a, uh, mind my language, small person. <laughs> a little god, person. Who plays Quildor? I'm now in more mess than Quildor's face. <laughs> Can we just talk about Masters of the Universe movie and Gwildor for the rest of the time? <laughs> the rest of the podcast, 30 minutes is just talking about Gwildor. Did you know that Gwildor actually starred in uh, 1999's hit movie Godzilla? He Wait, played really? Godzilla. No, he didn't. That's not bullshit. I thought you were on his IMDb. <laughs> that would have been so funny. The guy is played by Billy Bar- Barty, William John Bertanzetti. Bert- Bertanzetti? He, he passed away in the year 2000. What a legend. The year I was born. Did he play... I wish I was never born. They exchanged Gwildor's life for Matt's. Yeah. I would. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh god, give me a second. <laughs> I gotta watch that movie again. He played Rumpelstiltskin. That doesn't uh, matter. No, he it does. It's only Quildor. <laughs> it is an Oscar worthy performance. <laughs> you look at his filmography. Let me watch the trailer for this, actually. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> he, he did something in The Lord of the Rings. Okay, let's watch the trailer real quick. I'm invested. Oh, wow. Oh. <laughs> what the hell? Bro, this trailer sucked. No Gwildor? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, they couldn't give away the the best character in the movie. It's like when Andrew Garfield showed up in um, No Way Home and everybody lost their shit. Everyone lost their shit when they saw Gwildor. <laughs> Oh they didn't even know who he was. They just is Gwildor a character solely made for the movie? That's really funny. <laughs> we need comedy. We need comedic relief. What are we gonna use? Gwildor. <laughs> how about we? How about we? Uh, we go to the uh, the small person community of Hollywood and we ask one of them to dance in front of the camera as a small like elf thing. Oh yeah, yeah, that's perfect. Uh, yeah. Here's the scene where he steals the chicken. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> what a devious okay. I thought, guy. I thought, I thought the girl was Gwildor for a second. I was like, damn, Gwildor is very tall. No, no, no. No one fucks with Gwildor. <laughs> Gwildor steals some chicken. Oh no, Gwildor. Put that down, Gwildor. Classic Gwildor. He, he has like a, a claw. <laughs> Gwildor, yeah, you don't. Oh, Aaron's claws. Gwildor, you stole the chicken from them. <laughs> oh, he's drinking. Oh, he's he covered is. in it. 
Ew, he's covered in gravy. Please scroll to our love. Truly a method actor. <laughs> you know, the actor for Gwildor actually walked into a KFC and robbed it at gunpoint. <laughs> for his chicken and gravy. And proceeded to eat. <laughs> Alright, so we should, we should really move on. We spent like the last 30 minutes on Gwildor. <laughs> So I'm just gonna skip over the Witcher thing. Basically, they're moving. Uh, it's going new engine. Okay, uh, now the next part. Jay, take it away. Oh yeah, we get to talk about the segment where we talk about whatever we want to talk about in this segment. So basically, we just all picked a random thing that we want to talk about. We were talking about this before the podcast yeah. started. Um, Kuyo really wants to talk about the Batman movie. I, I watched the Batman movie uh, a while ago. Recently, actually, not a while ago, and holy shit, I did not expect to be as good as it was. Like, I, I, I walked into there, and I was like, "All right, this movie's gonna be okay. It's not gonna be like uh, <laughs> just, just keep talking. That's what I'm gonna talk about. You said whatever. So that's what we're gonna talk about. So, uh, yeah, the the Batman movie. So, uh, not to spoil it for anyone, but uh, I, I'm pretty sure everyone knows at this point. The villain is uh, the Riddler. So the entire movie itself is like, uh, it's it's basically just Batman investigating. And it's not like, uh, I, what were the comics it was based off? Uh, the Long Halloween and uh, Bat- a little bit of Batman Year One and a little bit of Batman Ego. Yeah, so the entire series, well, movie is... Yeah, it, it starts out with like the murder of a politician, and then it spirals from there. That's like literally the opening scene in the movie, and the entire time it's just Batman trying to figure out who's the Riddler, who's the Riddler, who's the Riddler, mm-hmm. and along the way, it, it, the entire movie is just like an, a giant mystery. And I I've never been on edge that much with the movie. Like every two seconds, it's like, oh shit, what's gonna happen next? And the way they did all the characters is what really impressed me. So I didn't think that Robert Pat Patterson was going to be that good of a Batman, to be honest with you. I was like, you know, I'm used to the big, bulky Batmans. Like, uh, e- even uh, Christian Bale, well, he wasn't, like, massive, but still, he was, like, he was pretty big in terms of muscle mass. And then uh, Patterson comes in here. He was a really good Batman. I was surprised at how well he yeah. did it. And then the way he fights, too, that this is what really stood out to me, was in every fight that he's up against a group, he gets pummeled a lot. The first fight that we see him in, he gets hit, like, multiple times in, like, the back of his head, and he, like, shouts in pain. So, I- I've never seen that in a-, a superhero movie in ages, where, like, like usually in a superhero movie, oh, the hero will get hit on the back of their head, and they'll be, they'll lose the fight. But no, in, in this one, you know, like, he gets beaten up, but he still keeps fighting, and in- it really does remind me of, like, how I imagine a young Batman would be fighting, where, like, he's not as skilled, and he doesn't have all the gadgets. By the way, in this movie, he doesn't really... The most advanced gadget he has is, like, these contact lenses he puts in his eyes. I love that. That reminded me of the detective vision in uh, the games. Yeah, it, it, where, like, basically he puts these contact lenses in, and, like, if he looks at people long enough, he can, like, profile them. And there's an entire section with Catwoman in it. Oh, it's so good. Uh, and, oh, by the way, Catwoman. They, they, they've never done this in any other movie. 
when she fights people, she does like the stuff that Catwoman does in like the games or in the comics where like she does like backflips and like uh she she like does pirouette kicks where like she'll like completely turn her body and kick people. And I've never seen anyone I they, there must have been CG in there cuz I mean I couldn't spot it but it was seamless. What part? All the fights with Catwoman where she's like doing like complete 360s in the middle of combat. Uh, I don't think so. That is a really good stunt person. Uh, what else? Oh, the, the so the technology he uses his his bike is just a normal bike. His uh, well, it, it's a souped up bike, but it's just a normal bike. It's it's nothing like in the Nolan movies where it would be like, oh, look at this super high tech shit that he got because he runs a arms company. No, it's the like his car is just like a souped up version of like some sports car i mean it's got i'm pretty sure it's like an f1 car that's been modified but it it was that movie really did blow me away did they also tease the sequel with uh with spoiler the spoiler, joker spoiler oh okay what version of the joker we don't know yet because all we got was him at the end laughing uh in a jail cell yeah so we didn't see who played him? Uh, nope. Nothing at me all. Me and Osh are going to see it again. Yep. Like, okay. At the beginning of the, the podcast, Jay, Jay was like, you know, I don't want to sit through another three-hour movie. Jay, I can, if I were to ever recommend a movie about superheroes, it would be this. Like, I'm just like, I don't know. It's not even that like, I don't think the movie's good. It's just I'm just not a huge fan of Batman. It's like the only superhero I'm not a huge fan of. <laughs> Matt's gonna fucking lose it. He's gonna have I'm like gonna a... have a fucking seizure. That's what's gonna I'm happen. Perfectly <laughs> fine that you like Batman. I just I've never been a huge Batman fan. I like the animated shows. Like I really love the animated stuff. Respect, I like that one story. Respect. Like what's the one the Telltale game where you literally get to see Joker like start off as like some random dude who looks up to Batman, which is obviously not how it's controversial about. opinion. I didn't like the Telltale Batman game. I just like the concept of like, oh, Joker was actually a pretty like, like. Oh, I didn't like person that. Here. I no. liked that personally. I'm just never a huge fan of the Joker in general. Like, I liked when they humanize him, kind of, but he's still a fucking psychopath. Like with the killing joke, where he fucking shoots pregnant uh, Batgirl. <laughs> pregnant? <laughs> yeah, she was, wasn't she? No, 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 no. He just shoots he, her in, in the belly. He, uh yeah, and she he paralyzes her. Darn. He found out that she's Batgirl. <laughs> she, she gets I'm shot. Sure. See you later. I feel like I wouldn't dislike Batman as much as I do if it wasn't for the fact that everybody I've ever like talked to about him is like, "It's Batman. How do you not like Batman?" And like every person who Thanks, goes. Jay. And, I'm, I'm not kidding, though. Every person I talk to is like, it's fucking Batman. You can't beat Batman. It's Batman. He's Batman. I'm like, I don't care if he's Batman. Well, I'll have you know, Batman could fucking beat Thanos by just, like, shitting and farting. And you know True. what's, like, the most infuriating part of all of that? If Batman had to fight Thanos in the comics, you know Batman would win because the writers are not going to make Batman lose. That's what pisses me off about it. I don't know. It's Jay, like, calm down. I'm sorry. Batman's the only... <laughs> Jay hates I Batman. Like. Oh I, don't, I don't hate Batman. I, I like Batman's, like, curtain cast of characters. Like, I love the like anime series. Like Condiment Man? 
No, like I like when he teams up with characters like Blue Beetle and or uh, Calendar Aquaman. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Was that from the Brave and the Bold? What Calendar Man? Yeah, yeah, no, no, when, when, no. When they teamed, I feel like he teamed up with because in the Brave and the Bold, he teamed up with literally every hero. I feel like That's Calendar Man was in there. Batman. Yeah, like I loved Brave and the Bold. That was the only Batman show I really enjoyed. Really, I love the original animated series. I just don't like how like I love when it's serious, but there's all these characters that are like they add different dimensions. Like my favorite interactions in the Brave and the Bold was when he was with Blue Beetle. Aquaman and um oh what was his name Plastic Man that was his name Plastic Man I love those like I love those moments where he plays the straight man but there's always like a silly or human character with him that he kind of bounces off of I don't like Batman by himself yeah but yeah that I like the Batman it was pretty good much better than I expected I hope DC takes it in like the right direction but that Matt, what did you want to talk about? Yeah, so this is something that you know we haven't really talked about. Um, a little obscure topic. Uh, there's this character. Oh my god, you changed the, name of the movie. <laughs> no, uh, his name is Gwildor, right? Not, no more Gwildor. We and he's this, Gwildor. you know, you know, he's just this little guy. Um, you know, he steals chicken. Um, <laughs> uh, he's a cl- he's a, he, he's a classic comedic relief uh, from the hit movie uh masters of the universe uh from 1987 you know cousins with uh bergarn from the elder scrolls three morrowind i i guess so i don't know what that means but you know gwildor <laughs> um he, he, he's just he's just he's just great okay you know, you know he actually had his academy award stolen from him in 1987 that is true. uh for his performance in uh masters of the universe uh, by Rocky, actually, surprisingly enough. That's um, true. So that's ever still since on. that day, he has kept that claw on him so that he can yeah. steal it back if he ever sees it. Uh, exactly. he, he was actually a method actor because he used to steal chicken from people. I think Matt was yeah. talking about that before. Yeah, yeah, I was talking about <laughs> how um, months before uh, shooting, he um, dressed up as Gwildor and robbed the KFC and took all their chicken. <laughs> no. <laughs> No one ever knew who it was because they couldn't describe him. No one could say, oh, that's Gwildor, because no one knew Gwildor until the movie came out. And when they found out, they they were so stunned by his performance that... They let him go. Yeah, it it was amazing. Like, he's he's truly a method actor of our era. Sadly, he did pass away in 2000. So we couldn't see any of his bigger projects. Actually, he planned on being R2-D2 in uh the star wars prequels but sadly uh he was beaten to the punch because of his computer Dell computer that did all the cgi uh gwildor actually um he's responsible for the back to the future movies gwildor was actually the mastermind behind them uh for all the 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 massive jumps and leaps in technology and the filmmaking uh it was actually all gwildor he uh he took his little hook and he actually was like hey guys Want to see me grab some chicken, but from the past? And they're like, whoa, okay, yeah, sure, uh, sure, Gwildor. And he just threw his little little hook out. And t- we don't know what happened, but he got chicken from the year uh, 2017. It's crazy. Yeah. So the plan for the video is when we're talking, anytime we're talking about uh, Masters of the Universe and Gwildor, <laughs> just have a picture of Gwildor. Yeah. <laughs> 
I thought when you said like that he was a method actor, I thought you were about to say he was a meth addict, and I was like, no, I was no. surprised. <laughs> Have you looked at him? He's like, he only passed away. He's a... okay. You know what? He was <laughs> probably did not care. Now that I looked Bro, at Wildor was going fucking nuts. <laughs> just went... no, no, no wonder he wanted all that chicken, dude. He was hungry. He doesn't share, he only takes. <laughs> Alright, that's enough about Goldor. Uh we got a protoman thing, Jay. Go ahead. Protoman. Okay. So if you guys know me, I think I've talked about concept albums before. Yes, the uh like the Scientology one. Yeah, which is insane that that even exists to begin with. Um, recently, well, I, I knew these guys existed. I never listened to their stuff, but I recently was going through like the catalog of artists that like have, uh, concept albums. And I saw the proto men pop up and it's very weird. I, I don't know how else I would describe them besides a more mature mega man story, which is very interesting. Like the, if you don't know, their whole like thing is that they love the Mega Man series and that they kind of made their own little like alternate universe where everything is a, li- a little bit more darker and more mature, like people die and all that stuff in it. And it sounds like, oh, that's that just sounds kind of like fan fiction. I mean, it is, but it's very like well written. Like the whole first uh, concept album was literally about just Mega Man, like oh. I need to save the city because my brother went out and he got killed and everybody's trying to fight back against the guy except, like, my father and me. And then he goes and he actually fights and he realizes that, like, the whole reason his brother isn't around is because he's dead. It's because he, like, actually... It's very... It's very deep. Like, the whole point, the brother was built, like, to save humanity. And then when he went to go save humanity, humanity just sat by and watched him die. And then panicked. was like, oh, we're doomed. And they won't stand up for themselves. So he lives. And he's like, the only way to save humanity is to, like, kill humanity. Because humanity will never save itself, pretty much. They're weak. And, like, they let people die to save themselves. And it's the whole message is, like, you need to just, if you see something wrong, you don't stand by and watch it. You need to do something. Like, I don't know, like, the protomen make these very deep, like, stories, and I recently discovered them, and I really like them. Well, I'm mean? glad you said that, because we actually had the protomen here, right now. Come on out, guys. Alright, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my, oh, wait. <laughs> like, Matt, Matt turns on his camera and says, Gwildor. <laughs> <laughs> no, no more Gwildor talk. No more Gwildor talk. Because we all know what's going to happen. We're going to talk about him for 20 minutes. <laughs> Alright, yeah. It's, it's me, the proto man. Alright, let's, let's move on to the last section. Bye, Jay, you're, you're doing this again. Me? Oh, or Jay. Jay. Okay, so uh, from the lightning round community. From the mute community lightning round. I'm very tired, guys. It's been a long week. Bro, I'm exhausted from Gwildor talk. Won't lie. <laughs> <laughs> it's all the Gwildor talk. It's poisoning my brain. Uh, so, BT commented on the last podcast, I'm going to have to agree with Coolio on the formula of the Souls games. It's getting pretty stale if they don't make some major changes in their games in the next entry. 
I also appreciate hearing about old ass music hardware from Jay. Uh, wouldn't hear about that kind of stuff otherwise. Also, she, he, whoever commented that Fake Zitty is really good in superb uh, taste. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad someone appreciates old music talk. I mean, I know you guys are like, every time I come on, you guys are like, guitars. And I'm like, yeah, it's, it's true. I really like guitars. In fact, the protomen use guitars, which is how I discovered them. So yeah, I like guitars. But yeah, music stuff's cool. Anyway, um, BT also commented, y'all got any slightly interesting stories to tell? Maybe think of a good one for the next lightning round. Also, thoughts on changing the name of the podcast to the Schick Hydro Podcast. <laughs> yeah, that, that's for, that's everyone who wants though. to vote to change the podcast to Schick Hydro Podcast, say aye. 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 All right, well, we are now the Schick Hydro Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Sadly, due to branding reasons, we cannot change currently. <laughs> so, what does BT mean by slightly interesting stories? I have a funny story. Tell me the funny story. So, uh, I got a haircut when I got back home. And uh, I went to Philadelphia right after. And um, I'm walking with my girlfriend to the movie theater because we're going to go see the Batman. And this homeless lady tells me to go fuck myself. Because I got a haircut. She's like, fuck you. you everyone's getting a haircut. Why? That's what you get, Matt. I, she was like yelling at literally everyone who had a hair, who like looked like they got a haircut. Like, no, I got my haircut. Maybe I didn't get my haircut. Yeah, make, make note of your privilege next time. <laughs> I, I know, I know. Everybody can get haircuts. Some people are fucking bald, Matt. Yeah, realize that? Yeah, Matt. Oh my god, yeah. Think about the bald people, Matt. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry and I promise to do better. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, what's your story, Jay? So, on Sunday, I was, um, I went to go see my grandpa and all that stuff. It's not the center of the story, but I had to get up early. Uh, and there was like a brief period of time after I got home. Uh, before I had to go somewhere else, there's like, I want to say about three or four hours. And there wasn't, it, it was like that brief period where you're like, you don't have enough time to really get into a project. Uh, but you also don't have enough time to like, just kind of like, you basically didn't have enough time to do a project, but it's still long enough to where you have to like do something in between. It. Yeah. Well, I was hungry and all this other stuff. and I was bored. So I, I pulled out my switch and I started playing video games. And I was just laying on my bed and I was like, you know, I'm hungry heckish i want to snack on something i've had these pumpkin seeds near my bed like in a bag like they've been sealed in in a in, my, in a bag on near my bed and i'm like you know i gotta finally eat some of these and get them get rid of them because i'm not gonna throw them away i ate some and i was just kind of mindlessly eating while i'm playing this game and then eventually it's like an hour or so passes i didn't realize i guess i ate like half the bag and it's like a pretty sizable bag I didn't realize that pumpkin seeds have a lot of fiber in them. Oh, no. And it was like, out of nowhere, I was like, hmm, I don't feel really great. I should use a rest. And then before I knew it, I was like bolting out of the room. And apparently, if you don't know, pumpkin seeds will, they're very fiber rich and it's very easy to overeat them. So if you just do what I did and you just start mindlessly handful eating them for like an hour, you will you will die. You will just straight up die. There's nothing you can do. You've already sealed your fate. Be prepared. 
and I, I pray to God that it is swift, it is, it is painless, is not fun. <laughs> trying to prevent more hazards from happening in the future. Like, it sucked. But yeah. And on to the last question. Uh... Okay, what's your favorite Get Good game by uh, Duckman? Uh, my favorite Get Good game in recent memory uh, is Doom Eternal, but like in the long run, uh, I, don't, I don't really know. I'd have to think about that. Uh, what about you, Matt? Sifu. Sifu? Interesting. My favorite is uh, Kingdom Come Deliverance. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. I fucking love that game. It's so good. It's like <laughs> the modern day Morrowind that I can actually play because you move at a decent like movement speed. So, yeah, th- uh, thank you for tuning into this episode of, uh, the podcast. Uh, of the Hydra, of the Shik Hydra uh, podcast. Yeah, trademark. <laughs> uh, trademark, um, uh, we, we were very proud to speak about Gwildor, um, and we hope to see you guys next time. Uh, everything will be in the description. Bye. Bye. Bye.